Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Hallmark. My name is Dara, and you have just entered a space where I nerd and geek out over all things Hallmark Channel. So we are counting down to count down to Christmas. That w- That is what this week is about. Each day, I'll be bringing you a new episode where we'll be talking about movies and TV shows on Hallmark Channel. Yesterday, we talked about fall harvest movies. Fall harvest is officially over, and we can just slay on in, take a nice good old sleigh ride into the Christmas season. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit before we get into the meat of today's episode. Hallmark had a Countdown to Christmas preview special that aired during the commercial breaks of the Fall Harvest finale movie Advice to Love By starring Brooks Darnell and Aaron Westbrook. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out my review of that movie on Dear Hallmark's YouTube channel. The link is in the just in the show notes for that. And you all, I <laughs> now I've watched a Christmas preview special or two in my time with Hallmark. And I I felt a little bit um shortchanged. That's the word I want to look for. I was looking for. So we had Tamara and Tamara Mori Housley, you know, sister sister. She's she's a Hallmark. She's in the Hallmark rotation for sure. And we also had Danica McKellar. Wonder Years. She's a Hallmark OG. Okay. And having them two together, I thought that was beautiful because normally CCB, she is the main, <clears throat> excuse me, she's the main person that does the Christmas preview specials. So it was nice to see some new faces. But... <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm still in awe that all the Christmas preview special was, y'all. And I, I kid you not. They showed us clips of Tamara's movie with Paul Campbell, the, the Santa Stakeout, which premieres Sunday, October 24th at 8. And then Danica's movie, which we talked about yesterday, You, Me, and the Christmas Trees which kicks off Countdown to Christmas. All they did was just show us the previews of those two movies, and that was it. (laughs) We didn't get to to see or hear about any of the other movies. And I I was really upset. Not upset, that's a strong word. But I'm just thinking, what in the world? Now, while Big Brother Hallmark was getting their fall harvest life with advice to love by and tried to sprinkle in a little bit of cinnamon with this Christmas preview special. Gak, also known as Great American Country or Great American Family, poured a whole bucket of snow on on the people with their Christmas preview special that aired um, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Their Christmas preview special was hosted by Debbie M., I'm not even, I'm I'm going to um, respect her last name because I can't pronounce it. (laughs) So I'm going to say Debbie M. And Cameron Matheson, who are the old hosts of Hallmark's Home and Family. Not only was it Cameron and Debbie, they brought the whole gang back, y'all. 
and they previewed the Christmas movie. I'm, I'm, I'll just say this. Gak is coming to Friendly. So if you are someone who is interested in watching the Gak movie lineup, because they have been each week, they've been showing us something about who's going to be on their network for a Christmas movie. Gak is coming to Friendly today. I'm grateful. They are re-airing the Christmas preview special either Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday. Um, But be sure to check out their Instagram. But also with Friendly, you are able to DVR it. And so I'm looking forward to DVR, to watching the Christmas preview special, DVRing it. And we also have someone put up a lovely picture. Her name is Erin K-A-M, Erin Cam's Insta. I'm looking at it right now. So we have, I'm going to tell you their slate. On October 30th, we have Much Ado About Christmas. I don't recognize the actors or actress in that one. On November 6th, we have The Great Christmas Switch. On November 13th, we have Christmas Time is Here. And this one stars uh, Rukia Bernard from Christmas in in Evergreen. On November 20th, we have A Kind-Hearted Christmas. And this one has Cameron Matheson in it. Torrance Combs, that's her name. I mean, that's his name. And then November 26th, guess who we have? (laughs) This is the one I'm most excited about and that I am surprised by. We have Chad Michael Murray and Jessica Lowndes with Christmas trimmings. You guys, first of all, their movie is kicking off uh, Gak's original movies. And I, I know I don't want this to be like a whole Gak episode, but I just wanted to let you guys know what all was going on in case you didn't know. Uh, Chad Michael Murray and Jessica Lowndes has a movie called Autumn Dreams or an Autumn Romance that premieres this Saturday. Um, and so they have that movie together. They had a Lifetime Christmas movie together called Too Close for Christmas. And now they're having this Gak movie together, Christmas movie together. And Chad also has a Lifetime movie with Cindy Busby. <laughs> I am just loving all of this crossover. I'm getting my entire life. So really quick, let me tell you the rest of the sleep. So November 27th, we have Royally Wrapped for Christmas. And this is the Jen Lily movie. On November 28th, we have Christmas is You. I don't recognize. Uh, yeah, I don't recognize any of the actor, the actor or the actress. We have Trevor Donovan and Merritt Patterson's movie December 4th with Jingle Bell Princess. Um, We have Christopher Russell on December 5th with A Lot Like Christmas. We have my best friend Jill Wagner opposite Nick Bateman for A Christmas Miracle for Daisy airing December 11th. And then, hallelujah, we have Sir Daniel of Lissing, December 12th, A Christmas Star. And then, God is good, we have December 18th, When Hope calls christmas and y'all the the who's wrapping it up we got two hallmark ogs sam page and cindy busby enjoy for christmas december 19th at 8 p m i i'm i'm really excited and i just wanted to let you guys know if you didn't 
already what else is going on. So let's get into a Hallmark preview, shall we? So yesterday we did You, Me, and the Christmas Trees. And then we did Luke McFarlane's movie, Christmas in My Heart. Today, I want to preview for you the movie that will be airing on Saturday, October 23rd at 8 p.m. on Hallmark Channel. And that is Boyfriends of Christmas Past. And here is the premise. Leading up to Christmas, marketing executive Lauren is visited by the ghosts of four ex-boyfriends. She must learn to open her heart or risk losing her best friend, Nate. Now, here's the thing. I'm thinking she's probably going to end up with her best friend, Nate, at the end. Because the fact that we get a name, a specific name of someone... I'm wondering if that's who she's going to end up with is the best friend. That's just my early predictions. We'll see. Hopefully this would be, this will be like love strikes twice and it'll keep me on my toes to where I won't even know what's going on. That would be too cool for school. The next Hallmark movie and mysteries movie that will be airing let me just make sure i have the right date yep this hallmark movie and mystery movie will be airing saturday october 30th and that is the christmas promise nicole learns to deal with grief with the help of her grandfather and a carpenter she hires to renovate the okay we're going to read that again because there's no punctuation (laughs) Nicole learns to deal with grief. With the help of her grandfather and a carpenter, she hires to renovate the home that was once meant for her and her fiancé. Okay, so they added a comma when they didn't need to, and that's what messed me up with reading this. Okay, she learns to deal with grief with the help of her grandfather and a carpenter that she hires to renovate her home that was once meant for her and her fiancé. Wow, yeah, I feel like that's going to be a tearjerker. And I'm ready for it. I'm normally not one for dramatic, um, sad Christmas movies. But after watching One Summer, I think I'm prepped and I'm ready for it. And you guys, that is our Hallmark Christmas preview. What we are going to do is take a quick break. And when I come back, we are going to get into the Hallmark 2021 favorite. Hallmark 2021 ranking, I should say, part one. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. So for today's episode, I want to talk with you about specifically my least favorite movies of 2021. Christmas is its own package, its own kit, its own caboodle. So I feel like it's okay that we look back on the movies that Hallmark has released thus far this this year and take an, take inventory, if you will, about where they stand in my heart. 
And I want to be upfront. There are two movies that I haven't watched that I've replaced with two other movies. So the two movies that I haven't watched were Mix Up in the Mediterranean and One Perfect Wedding. And I have replaced those with the two Hallmark movies and mystery movies that I've watched. Did I? Hallmark movies and mysteries movies. Okay. <laughs> that I replaced um, the two HMM. We're just going to shortcut it like that. The two HMM movies that I've replaced with Mix Up and One Perfect Wedding are One Summer and The Vows We Keep. So let us start with number 10. And I, I, before we even get into that, I do want to say what took, what was a major player for my ranking was replay value. Yes, the quality of the acting, the believability, that stuff played a part, but what, what took the most weight was replay value. And that's why we have these bottom 10 movies for me. So coming in at number 10, I have Beverly Hills Wedding. I love Mia Brooke Dorsey. She is talented. I appreciate what she brings to a performance. Brendan Penny is the OG. We have him as Kevin on Chesapeake Shores. He's cooking. He's chefing it up. He may be on a train. He might be opening a restaurant. I mean, he's doing the daggone thing. Okay. However... This movie was very forgettable for me. It didn't it didn't captivate my interest as much as the rest of the movies that we saw this year. However, it it kind of still hooked me and it was better than the 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 other 9 movies that we we're going to talk about simply because um I love me a Beverly Hills locale. I appreciate Brendan Penny's facial hair. Um, I loved Brooke Dorsey as her character. I thought she was endearing and sweet and charming. I was confused by the familial relationship because her sister was marrying his brother. And I'm thinking, well, if they were to get together, would that would that cross some type of familial tie? Because technically, they would be brother and sister-in-law. So I don't know how that would work. But yeah, I, in any event, I, I, this movie is just forgettable for me. So that's Beverly Hills Wedding at number 10. Number nine, South Beach Love. I, I mentioned this in Fall Harvest, in the Fall Harvest ranking episode, but I was just truly disappointed with the stark differences between the movie and the book. And on top of that, I felt like the movie as a whole was a little bit all over the place. And while William Levy and Taylor Cole, I feel like were the perfect casting for the roles, I think there was just a disconnect in execution for me. I think that the way, what they chose to to keep in, what they chose to edit a, a, um, a little bit of the wardrobe. It was just a little all over the place for me. And even the, the main thing that kind of annoyed me a little bit was the fact that they changed a lot of the people's names. So I'm thinking like, I don't even have a personal connection anymore. You know what I mean? 
they changed the nieces' names, which were the the central part of the book. They changed the sisters' names. They changed Tony and Sarah's backstory. There was just a lot that I was missing. And so this was a disappointment for me with South Beach Love. Number eight, New Year's Resolution with Michael Rady and Amy Teagarden. That movie confused me. I remember like, I remember freshly watching it and just feeling confused and conflicted. I didn't know how to feel when the movie ended. It it was not because Amy Teagarden and Michael Rady didn't give a, a fantastic performance. The acting was good. It was just that the plot for me was a little bit weird. It just seemed like there were these random events that were kind of put together And it seemed a little bit disjointed for me. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. It seemed a bit disjointed and it was hard for me to to follow. So, but uh, winter always has my heart. Um, And that's the positive thing I want to say about this. (laughs) So at number eight, we have New Year's resolution. Number seven the baker's son um the baker's son much like new year's resolution was a little bit all over the place not in plot but in character i feel like they introduced us to so many characters who were good the characters were great but i think because we didn't have a medium of a tv show that for them to really expound upon and um, draw out the storyline of the characters, the little bit that we got didn't do much for me. And it made me wonder why the character was there in the first place. Why introduce me and just set me up to have these characters like this if you're not going to take me on a journey with them? You know what I mean? And I also didn't like that it was the last two minutes and 20 seconds of the movie that he realized all of a sudden, oh, it was my best friend all along. Like, I I really didn't like that because um, it didn't, it wasn't believable for me. But I loved the quality of the filming and I loved the chemistry that Brent Dougherty had with the ballerina, the woman who played the ballerina. I enjoyed that so much. Um, I was just, I was just kind of taken aback by, uh, by the the last minute declaration and epiphonic moment of love. Sorry. Yeah. Next. Ooh, I haven't talked about this one yet. So this will be my first time talking about it with you guys. Number six. We have the vows we keep. I watched this and. Antonio Cayone and Fiona Gubelman are the leads in this movie. Antonio Cayone is the homie. This is my first time watching anything with Fiona in it. They are both good actors in this. I think the plot just didn't captivate me enough. I didn't care. I think that's kind of what what it ended up being. I really didn't care. I remember sitting there thinking, this movie isn't, it isn't bad, but it's, I don't know if it's the story. I'm I was just I wasn't pulled in. I I and on top of it being having spring vibes. I think that was another thing for me. This movie had spring vibes, which 
I was already mad that I hadn't get I hadn't received any of a fall foliage of anything from Hallmark or Hallmark Movies and Mysteries at this point. And I should mention the vows we keep came on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. So this was the Sunday movie right after South Beach Love. So I was already mad with South Beach Love and I'm like, "All right, I'm about to watch Antonio. Let's do it." And then I'm like, "No." So it it yeah. I the the chemistry wasn't there for me. Um and I I was I was bored. So that's why we have The Vows We Keep at number 6. Or number, yeah, number six. Number five, Roadhouse Romance. You guys, I just really, wow, yeah, no. I just, and I I talked about it in yesterday's episode, so I don't want to belabor belabor the point in in today's episode, but I just was not feeling this movie at all, and... I want something else. I'm I'm grateful we're going to get another Tyler Hines Christmas movie. I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> Number four, Journey of My Heart. Much like South Beach Love, Journey of My Heart was a movie that I was looking forward to the most out of Summer Nights, the Summer Nights lineup. I love Rhiannon Fish. She played in an Up TV movie. Just, um, was it? A Love to Remember. And I loved her in that. And I was so that made me excited for that she was coming to Hallmark. Wasn't aware of Darian Martin. I remember him after him saying he was in Chateau Christmas. I remember. <laughs> I remember that because I was like, oh, my gosh, she's that guy. Um, so that was exciting that he was going to play the lead. And the trailers and sneak peeks that Hallmark was dropping during um, like leading up to the premiere of the movie it was fantastic I loved the the sarcastic banter the believability when he was giving her the fishing lesson I was ready I and then the movie came on and I'm just thinking what what is this the the chemistry felt a bit one-sided in terms of um it was all on Rhiannon in my opinion I felt like she carried the movie and on top of that, the storyline of a person travel traveling to a fabled area to find something, having a guide, the guide taking them there, them connecting along the way, her taking pictures of something, being sworn to secrecy not to give away its location, the location accidentally getting... Um, spilled out if you will like the beans were spilled about the location and then that being the cl- the conflict between the two leads that was the same exact layout for chasing waterfalls which we saw in spring fling earlier this year in march and so that that really contributed a lot to my dislike for this movie because I'm thinking why are we bringing on another movie with the same premise and i said this in on my episode that I did with Hallmark Happenings. If you haven't watched that yet, be sure to check that out. It was the Summer Nights Rankings episode. And I mentioned how Deck the Hallmark, uh, Bran from Deck the Hallmark, he did a little digging and found that the same production company who did Chasing Waterfalls also did Journey of My Heart. 
So it made sense. And I say all that to say I was just very disappointed with this movie. So that's why it's my number four. Number three. Ooh. So these these next three are my top three least favorite movies of 2021 from Hallmark. <laughs> Ooh. Y'all. All right. This is this is y'all this is how I feel, y'all. And if you you know what I'm saying, if you want to talk about it, leave me a voice message. Hit me up in the DMs. Talk to me in the comments. Let's have a dialogue. My number three least favorite movie is Snowcast with Jen Lilly and <laughs> Chris McNally. Here's my history with this movie. So I see the previews and I remember the hoopla about Chris McNally in this movie. And I'm thinking, who is this dude? Like, why is everybody hype? And then I find out that he's from When Calls the Heart. And so, but he doesn't show up until later seasons. And so I'm like, well, okay. I, I was already trying to watch When Calls the Heart, but couldn't find it anywhere for free at that point. So I'm like, all right, let me see what all the hoopla is about. I was excited. Um, to see him in this, like in a non when calls the heart context, I didn't get it. <laughs> this movie, I remember saying in my review that this was probably one of the most unnecessary Hallmark movies I've watched. I, I didn't, I didn't get what was at stake. I didn't get why I should care. I think that's like, I tried to rewatch it and I couldn't make it past the the second what was it? I think they were already at his B and B and he was about to talk to the author on the phones and she just found out that he knew him. After that I kinda had to 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 hang it up. Because also the B plot of her friend and his business partner that was it felt extremely forced I felt like she was pushing it on way strong coming on to the dude I just it it was just a lot for me and I (laughs) I this just wasn't my jam jelly or Devin Shakreem at all at all number two which is hilarious to me giving the other movie that is in this top 10 least favorite movies it is Chasing Waterfalls. <laughs> Cindy Busby, I love you to pieces and bits. But this movie, I remember sitting there watching it with my friend. And there was a piece of dialogue that continues to have my head spinning. So Cindy Busby's character is with Christopher Russell's character. And at this point, she, Cindy Busby's character rubbed me along the wrong way a little bit. Because she seemed to just have inserted herself into this dude's life on his day off with his daughter to go on this hike right and the daughter can see that her dad is a is filling cindy's character so she's like dad invite her to the social or whatever so when they get back to the lodge that they're staying at he invites her to the lodge social and she says this was a line she said and i will I i will remember it until the day that jesus takes me home she said, I don't do that well with people I don't know. <laughs> I said, 
I'm sorry, ma'am. You just started a friendship or a relationship, not in the romantic not in the romantic sense, with a dude that you don't know. You had no problem trying to get him to take you on a hike on your day off. You had no problem teaching his daughter how to work a camera. And he invites you to a social. And you're just like, I don't do that well with people. I thought that that line messed me up. And then the young man they had in there, I think his name was Peter, who like did the the chivalrous hand kissing and, and so on and so forth. I felt like they were secretly trying to make a statement that the old Hallmark may be still alive, even though it's in transition. That's what... <laughs> That's what I felt like it was kind of an incognito way, but not really incognito. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that movie just didn't do it didn't do well. It didn't sit well for me at all. And lastly, whoo, this one here, Wedding March 6. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just wish we got a redo. I wish we could return to sender. I wish we could reset to factory settings and kind of just start over. I want Jack and Josie's character to be the lead. I don't want there to be another couple on the on the premises. I think the focus should be them trying to plan their wedding and all of the mishaps that will ensue. That's what I thought it was going to be. And I thought all the usual suspects would be back. But needless to say, it wasn't, and I was highly, highly disappointed. So, just as a recap, here are my top 10 least favorite movies from Hallmark for this year. Number 10, we have Beverly Hills Wedding with Brooke Dorsey, Brooke Dorsey and Brendan, Brendan Penny. Number 9, South Beach Love with William Levy and Taylor Cole. Number 8, New Year's Resolution with Michael Rady and Amy Teagarden. Number seven, The Baker's Son with, oh my gosh, her name is right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, and I forgot it. But Brent da- Brent Brent Dougherty is uh, the male lead in that. The Vows We we Keep with Fiona Gubelman and Antonio Cayon. Roadhouse Romance with Lauren Elena and Tyler Hines at number five. <laughs> number four, Journey of My Heart with Rhiannon Fish and Darian Martin. Number three, Snow Kissed with Jen Lilly and Chris McNally. Number two, Chasing Waterfalls with Christopher Russell and Cindy Busby. And number one, Wedding March 6 with Jack Turner and Josie Pissett. Well, you guys, we're going to take a micro break. And when we come back, we're going to close this thing out. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode in our special countdown to countdown week of podcasts here at Dear Hallmark. I am looking forward to tomorrow's episode. We are going to do our regular Wednesday at the Shores because we are talking about the final two episodes of season two of Chesapeake Shores. This is the last time we're going to be talking about Chesapeake Shores for 2021 because starting next week on Mondays and Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing my recaps of two of Hallmark Channels and Hallmark Channel, I'm sorry, Hallmark mystery gosh you're gonna be 
what is it? Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. There we go. You're going to be hearing my recap of the Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movies for Christmas, which I am excited to do. So if you want to talk, let me know about your rating. Say hi. Not your rating, your ranking. Say hi. Let me know what's up. If there's a movie specifically that you want me to review, you can do so by leaving a voice message. There is a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you are able to leave 60 seconds, 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. So be sure to do that. And also, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Dear Hallmark YouTube channel, because I'm going to be splitting up my reviews between the podcast and the YouTube channel. So anything you don't see on the YouTube channel, you'll find here for Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas. And anything you don't hear here, you'll see on the YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe to that. And if you haven't already, if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. Let me know what you think of the podcast and your ratings and reviews. It really does help me out a lot because not only will it push it up in the algorithm, but it'll let other people know that, yo, there's this other woman who's talking about Hallmark and she's kind of okay. You know, she ain't doing too bad, you know? So I look forward to talking with you guys in tomorrow's episodes for episode nine and 10 of season two of Chesapeake Shores. I'll talk to you then.